A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. The Zone. Can you feel it? From her mouth to the field's ears, this is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Boy, judging by the latest crop progress report, those field ears are calling out for moisture in a lot of the state of Wisconsin. We'll take a look at the latest uh, crop quality update from the field as we roll our way through a Tuesday. How are you doing, everybody? Fabulous farm babe Pam Yankee. Happy to be along with you. Stu Mucker, ag meteorologist, joining us in just moments as well. It is going to be another, as they would say in the East Coast, wicked hot day. Today, partly cloudy skies, 90 are expected high. Tomorrow, uh, partly cloudy skies, 91. Thursday, maybe a break if you call 84 an expected high, a break. Then Friday, 81. I'm still not seeing a real big chance of rain in the forecast, but we'll find out what Stu's got to say about that. Also up, how is this weather impacting the markets? John Heinberg, our guest this morning from the Total Farm Marketing Crew in West Bend. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual Insurance is a proud sponsor of the Wisconsin State Fair. As a thank you for your support, they're giving away State Fair tickets. Visit RuralMutual.com slash win and enter to win State Fair tickets. Say, have you heard of the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation? Yes, it's the grassroots organization of people just like you that care about keeping agriculture strong. By joining Farm Bureau, you also qualify for money-saving member benefits, like discounts on select Granger products and more. Get more details at WFBF.com. A voice for farmers, vision for agriculture, Wisconsin Farm Bureau. So far this summer, no shortage of sunshine. Bob Osel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn, and I started uh, getting back to field days and dairy breakfasts, and now the fair season. Well, I started kind of bareheaded, and then I got a ball cap on. Now I got myself a big old straw hat to protect myself from the sun. And uh, Aaron, I'm sure some you specialists you talk to say that's probably a pretty good idea. Definitely. And you know, Farmers are really often working long, hard days out in the sun. Aaron Zimmerman here at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And, you know, people often forget about using sunscreen or taking different preventative measures to get away from those UV rays and protect themselves. But I was able to talk with Melissa Pluckelman, outreach specialist with the National Farm Medicine Center, and she says that that is one of the things that they focus on most, that they're encouraging people to use sunscreen, use hats, like you say, do different things to be able to protect themselves from the different UV rays and prevent one of the worst things, skin cancer. So we talked a little bit about that, and she shared all the different things that people need to bring to the front of their mind when thinking about sun safety. Yes, Aaron, thank you for bringing up this topic. Skin care with farmers is definitely something that is often pushed to the back of the mind, but we want to bring it back to the forefront. We want to talk about how important it is. Farmers have significant occupational sun exposure and increased risk of skin cancer. If you know a farmer, 
you know that they don't want to be inside. They don't want to be doing paperwork. They don't want to be doing behind the computer work. They want to be outside in the tractor, in the field. They want to be with the animals. They're not all about hanging out inside when the sun is at its strongest. And so you often see that farmers actually have more risk of skin cancer. And we want to talk about today, how can they protect themselves? What are some of those ways that farmers can go about protecting themselves and things that they should think about before they, you know, maybe leave the house in the morning or are getting out to do their work? Yeah. So, you know, we talk a lot about sunscreen and that is one of the best ways for farmers to protect their skin from skin cancer and from the sun. And so sometimes farmers will put it on right away in the morning. They're leaving the house. You know, if they're really thinking about it, they're leaving the house in the morning, they slap some sunscreen on and they head out. And that's great. But we know that sunscreen is really only effective on your skin for three to five hours. And if you're sweating a lot, it's even less. So we need to talk about reapplying, keeping a bottle of sunscreen, you know, in the tractor, right there in the machine shop in the milk house, wherever you're working, keeping bottles of sunscreen available so you can reapply throughout the day. Remembering that the sun is at its strongest from about noon to five o'clock. So making sure that you're reapplying in the afternoon. If you're putting it on before you go out in the morning, you know, farmers, a lot of them are early risers. They head out before the sun is even up. So they need to reapply again when the sun is at the strongest. The other thing that we talk about is, you know, the clothing that farmers wear. It is so important to put on a long sleeve shirt. I know that it gets hot and a lot of farmers, you know, wear cutoffs or wear t-shirts, but finding a sun safe shirt can really help them protect their bodies and their skin. So if you go to Fleet Farm or Farm and Fleet or maybe your tractor supply store, they actually have sun safe shirts. They're very light. They have some mesh on them, but it's going to protect your skin from the UV rays of the sun. And really long-term, that's so important for a farmer. Also, we talk about the type of hats farmers wear. Now, farmers wear a lot of hats, right? But most often, physically, we see them in a baseball cap. And a baseball cap is not protecting their face or maybe the back of their neck from the sun and the UV rays. So finding a sun-safe hat means a hat that has a brim all the way around that's at least four inches wide. That can really protect your face and your neck from the sun and those UV rays because we don't talk about it often, but skin cancer can be deadly. And that's why we need to protect from the UV rays of the sun. So now let's let's get back to that topic of skin cancer or other things. If we don't protect ourselves from the sun or if we blow this off and we just ignore it, skin cancer, those kind of things, what can happen. You know, you say it can be really deadly. Let's talk a little bit about that from a skin cancer standpoint, from other things that can happen to you if you don't pay attention to this. What kind of things do you see that are really issues? You know, one in five Americans will develop skin cancer in their lifetime, and farmers are at an even higher risk than that. And melanoma is one of the types of skin cancer that we talk about the most because it's the deadliest form of skin cancer. Now, when melanoma or any skin cancer is detected early, it is highly treatable. It's easy to get rid of it, cure it, you're fine. But if you do not get it taken care of, skin cancer can transfer to other parts of your body and cause cancer throughout the body that can actually kill a person. 
So we talk about, you know, what should you do? And we talk about the A, B, C, D, E's of melanoma or of skin cancer. And I'm just going to go through those really quick. A, asymmetry. If you have a mole and one half is unlike the other half, it's time to get it checked out. The border. If you have a mole and the border is irregular or it's kind of scalloped or it's poorly defined, the border is poorly defined, get that checked out. The color of a mole or a spot. If it's varied from one area of another or the shades of tan and brown turn black or sometimes even if they're white, red, or even like a bluish color, if you have a mole that just is changing colors, go in and get it checked out. Let's talk about D, the diameter. Most melanomas are usually greater than six millimeters. So how do we know what six millimeters are? Think of the end of a pencil, the pencil eraser. That's six millimeters. So if you have a mole that is growing and it gets to be larger than the diameter of a pencil eraser, go in and check that out. And finally, E, evolving. If a mole or a skin lesion looks different from what it did yesterday, last week, last month, if it's changing in size, color, or shape, it's time to go in and get that checked out. Now, when I say go in and get that checked out, we know another problem with farmers is they don't like to take time off. They especially don't like to take time off to go see a doctor. But again, you know, by catching this early, it can be easily cured. If you let it sit, it might cause a lot more health damage to the farmer, and it might mean more time off work because they didn't just go in and get it checked out. So I recommend, you know, look up who is your local dermatologist and set up an appointment. Even if you don't have any spots that maybe you're worried about, let them do an initial check on you and let your dermatologist tell you if there's anything you need to watch for. So again, look up who is your local dermatologist, set up an appointment. Now, let's talk about one of these days, you maybe forget to put some sunscreen on, forget to wear the right thing, and you're out in the sun for a really long period of time. Stuff happens, you get a sunburn. What do you do in that case? You know, if if you get a severe sunburn or, you know, have some of these things going on, how do we prevent anything worse from happening and, you know, get rid of the pain, get rid of anything like that and make it better? You know, that's a great question for a dermatologist. But, you know, once your skin is burned, the damage is done. Um, You have allowed your skin to be exposed to the UV rays of the sun, and the damage is done now. So what can you do? I mean, there's some things that you can do. Put aloe vera on, wash off your skin after you're burned. Actually, washing your skin will help to stop the burn. Remember that a burn continues to burn until it is cooled down completely. So as soon as you get a burn, you know, if you can go in and take a cool shower, not cold, you want to watch out for those heat stroke things too. But if you can go in and take a cool shower, use some soap and water and just wash off the skin that's been affected, that can help you. And it can help with some of the pain, like you said. But once you're burnt, the damage is done. Another thing farmers talk about is they say, I need a base tan. I need to get burnt a couple times. It'll turn tan and that's going to help so that I, you know, I don't get burnt throughout the summer. The truth is, is when your skin is tanning, it is being harmed. And so while they're trying to stop a burn in the future, the UV rays, even with darker skin, even with that tan is still going to be affecting your skin. And Regardless of skin color, anyone can get skin cancer. 
So if you're working out in the sun, be sure to keep in mind the use of sunscreen and proper clothing to protect yourself and reduce the risk of skin cancer. Melissa Pluckelman, Outreach Specialist for the National Farm Medicine Center, with some great reminders on how to stay safe this summer. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Aaron Zimmerman. Wondering what the weather is going to be like today? Ag meteorologist Stu Muck will join us in moments right here on the Midwest Farm Report. Hey, check the grill. The game's coming on. It's time to turn those Johnson Sausage Brats. And what a deal. You buy five packages at $6 each, and you get a package free. Pick up burgers, roasts, chops, and Wisconsin's finest cheese at Johnson's Sausage Shop in Ryle. They're perfect for cooking out or eating in. Add your favorite beer, wines, or liquor, and eat deliciously. See johnsonsausage.com. Brats are ready. Johnson's Sausage Shop in Ryle. Compeer Financial helped us get into our forever home. They helped me expand more than acreage. And helped our dairy grow for the next generation. At Compeer Financial, we see potential in every plan. Our focus on exceptional client experience is at the heart of everything we do. And our financial team will help make every step easy and convenient. See why our clients trust us to make their goals possible. Compeer Financial ACA is an equal opportunity lender and equal opportunity provider. And MLS number 619731, copyright 2021, all rights reserved. Who was your hero when you were a kid? Whether it was Joe DiMaggio or Jackie Robinson. Rosa Parks or Sally Ride. Bogart or Brando. You're just the right age to do something important that you can be remembered for. Even if you're in your 50s, 60s, 70s, or beyond, you can register to become an organ and tissue donor. Surprised? You shouldn't be. Today, people of all ages and even with health conditions can sign up to donate the gift of life. And it's so important. Every age, every ethnicity is needed. If we all signed up, imagine the lives we could save. The families we could help. So whether you admire John Wayne or James Dean, Robert Redford or Roberto Clemente, Elvis Presley or Ella Fitzgerald, do something important that could make a real difference and change lives. Get the facts today and register to become an organ donor. Find out how at organdonor.gov. Or call 1-866-99-DONATE. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration. Hang on to your tractors. Here's another update. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Ooh, hot and sticky, hot and sticky, hot and sticky. I really don't know what else to, to call it. Let's talk weather. Stumach Ag Meteorologist joining us live this morning. I was just kind of following up, uh, reading some news this morning. They had athletes flopping over like fish yesterday down in Tokyo for the Olympics. Uh, their weather not much better than what we've got going on here. Uh, they were talking about people running marathons. That... <laughs> Not, not, not in your life, at least right now for me. But uh, you know, do you just stop and think about that with the conditions we've got happening around Wisconsin? Somebody'd really have to be chasing you to have a marathon, <laughs> wouldn't it? Ben? It would. It would be. A, it would be more of a face-off and fight because the legs would uh, fail me miserably, I'm sure. But you know, this weather is. Uh, if we just had a story on about uh, sunscreen and being careful out exposed to the rays. This weather brings with it all kinds of different challenges. Absolutely. Now, if you're over here in eastern Wisconsin, you're saying this isn't bad because you're standing out in a couple of raindrops. I've got a couple hundredths of an inch report from one spot, Trace otherwise, although I did see Hilbert. uh, Hilbert over in east central Wisconsin in Calumet County 
They had 28 hundredths of an inch already through the nighttime and early morning. There's a weak front just off into northern Wisconsin. It spawns some rain. There are showers, even thunderstorms. Eau Claire with a bit of activity this morning, as well as looking toward Wapaka, Fond du Lac, Oshkosh, and up along the eastern side of the state. Not very heavy. P&L trace amounts, maybe a few hundredths of an inch, but a bit of rain there. That's going to end this morning, and the very hot, sticky day is in store because that rain didn't reach western Wisconsin. It'll be even hotter and stickier there today with some heat indexes expected to be at 100 or above, and I expect we see another round of a little rain, and that most likely pops up later Wednesday into Wednesday night, and that's when there could be a little measurable rain. Everybody getting something could be quite a bit heavier and easier. Eastern Wisconsin. I'll have forecast details right after this. Armor Animal Health believes that prevention is the best medicine. That's why Armor Animal Health is your integrated solution for preventing disease in your herd. They bring together the lab, the products, and the veterinarians to treat the problems your herd is facing. Respond with a plan to maintain your herd's health and act before the problem worsens. You can order herd health products and supplies online at ArmorAnimalHealth.com. Armor Animal Health, detecting diseases, defending animals, Delivering promises. ArmorAnimalHealth.com. This is all about making a difference for those we serve. Countryside and Landmark are now a single cooperative that's all about being passionate, innovative, and going all out for members, customers, and each other, and all in on your continued success. Nothing will keep us from giving it our all, all day, every day, with the right solutions all the time. We are all Civia, and we are all together. Now, learn more at ALCIVIA.com. All righty, Stu, let's have some more details. Uh, trying to get the game plan together for people that are going to a fair or just have to be outdoors. Well, today is the hot day, no doubt about it. The rain ends in the east here in the next several hours, and then we all share in a mostly sunny sky. The clouds in the east will break out. Along with that sunshine, I expect some upper 80s east and low 90s in the west, with the west winds about 5 to 10. A few clouds roll in, and late tonight, showers, maybe even a possible thunderstorm building in. Any thunderstorm problems would be strong winds or maybe a localized heavy bit of rain. Overnight lows only dropping into the low 70s with the west winds at 5. Mostly sunny and hot again for Wednesday. Everybody's in the 90s, could be 94 or better at Lacrosse. That's where that heat index really kicks up, but the rain chance tries to edge in by later in the afternoon. Winds become southwest at 5 to 10. Rain more likely Wednesday night. In western Wisconsin, let's say Lacrosse, Moss, and even Madison, a quarter to a half inch could be seen maybe up to a half or better at Beaver Dam. And then Oshkosh and Fond du Lac could be talking rain amounts upwards of an inch or even a bit more Wednesday night into early Thursday. Rain ends early Thursday. And then the sun builds back in. We stay a bit cooler, mid-80s on Thursday with the north winds at 5 to 10. By Friday, low 80s with sunshine and a west breeze. Sounds a whole lot more comfortable as we head to the end of the week, Pam. And I expect we stay in the 80s for the weekend with a slight rain chance late Saturday. Yeah, I got sprinkled on this morning, too. I thought I was dreaming, you know, didn't know that it was in the forecast, but just a few sprinkles down in the Madison area. And like you said, after what we're living with uh, today, tomorrow, and that uh, type of the 90s, you know, when you start talking about the 80s, that is uh, noticeably different to the positive oh, yeah. side. Going to be a lot more comfortable all of a sudden. Good deal. All right, buddy. We'll catch up with you tomorrow. Thanks, Stu.
You bet. Have a great day. Stumach is our ag meteorologist with your weather details. Uh, speaking of details, uh, you will see it on our e-newsletter this morning or on our website right now. So sorry to announce the passing of former president of the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation, Dan Paulson. Uh, he was on the Farm Bureau board for 30 years, spent 11 years as president before retiring in 2003, passed away on Friday. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. At Eastman Chemical Sun Prairie, they transform materials that improve your everyday life. Their global technologies create innovative products and solutions with specialized molecules that make housewares more practical, medical devices more durable, cars and buildings safer, and so much more. In short, their products matter because their employees do. Eastman Chemical is always attracting, developing, and retaining a diverse workforce. Look for your career opportunity at EastmanChemical.com. Apply online at EastmanChemical.com. The Madison Police Department and Madison Area Crime Stoppers need your help with the strong-armed robbery investigation. On June 30th, 2021, at approximately 4.12 p.m., NPD officers were dispatched to the 100 block of North Butler Street for a strong-armed robbery. The victim was waiting at a bus stop tying her shoe when the suspect hit her and stole her backpack and glasses. The suspect fled the area on foot and is still at large. The victim was not injured from the incident. The suspect is described as a male black, approximately 45 years old, last seen wearing a black shirt and light blue jeans. If you have any information regarding this incident, please contact the Madison Police Department at 255-2345. If you wish to remain anonymous, please contact Madison Area Crime Stoppers at 266-6014 or on the web at p3tips.com. Individuals contacting Crime Stoppers can remain anonymous and receive up to $1,000 in cash rewards for tips that lead to an arrest. Hey everyone, we've been through a lot together. And if something's bothering you, remember that it's okay. Do not feel okay. You know what I think really helps? Talking to someone. <coughs> no, Fred, I mean a professional. The next doctor's appointment is a great time to bring up anything that's on your mind. Your doctor will listen because providing safe care your way means caring about how you feel. Unity Point Health Meritor, a partner of UW Health. Know how much you matter to this world. Smog, garbage, sewers, car exhaust. Today's world puts our sense of smell on overload. Luckily, there are places we can go to refocus our senses. Our national wildlife refuges. When you visit, your nose will instantly recognize the purity of nature. Bask in the aromatic scent of the black pine trees blowing in the wind. Detect the sweet fragrance of primroses, wild violets, and blue sage. Smell the fresh salt water in the air as waves crash into rocky shoals. When you smell these things, you're smelling the world the way we found it. With over 500 refuges across America, you don't have to go far to make a special connection with nature. Learn more at fws.gov refuges. That's fws.gov refuges. Attorney John Rihala with Clifford and Rihala talks about something an injury victim should never do. We often get calls from people who have been injured in a car or motorcycle accident. And even before the person has a chance to realize the full extent of their injuries, an insurance company or another lawyer, someone who should know better, 
tries to get that person to settle too quickly. That's a bad idea. A rushed settlement right after an accident almost always leads to an unfair result and far less compensation than the injured person deserves. We do things differently. When you hire Clifford and Rihala, we'll work very hard to recover all of your claim. We don't cut corners. We invest all the time and effort your case deserves to achieve nothing less than your maximum settlement. For relentless dedication to helping you and your family, choose Clifford and Rihala, hardworking, skilled attorneys, fighting for you, for justice. MyJustice.com. You rarely think about it, and it often goes unnoticed until your basement or building floods. A reliable sump pump can be a lifesaver, preventing flooding by detecting water levels and pumping the water back outside, away from your home or business. If your sump pump isn't functioning, contact your friends at Benjamin Plumbing. They can replace your existing sump pump, floats, and check valves. They'll even upgrade your current system to include a battery backup system. The battery makes sure your system continues to work in the event of a power outage. Away from home, receive pump activation alerts on your smart device. Enjoy peace of mind and improve the value of your property with an upgraded sump pump from Benjamin Plumbing. Hi, Dale Benjamin with Benjamin Plumbing. When we say your plumbing problem is fixed, we mean it. No excuses. I guarantee it. Contact Benjamin Plumbing at BenjaminPlumbing.com. Now you've got a friend in the plumbing business. Benjamin Plumbing. These people compete at the highest level because you never see this competed anywhere else, right? Oh, yeah. And you're watching these. I'm watching handball. It's, this is, this is wild. Only during the Olympics. Yeah. And I was just watching fencing. I couldn't help but think of uh, James Bond, the day, uh, die another day. When uh, he's fencing with the British villain, who's actually the North Korean villain, I don't know if you ever seen that one. Madonna's in it. Yep, it's a yep. it's a wild one. Hey, Andrew, let's it's talk. The modern pentathlon, baby. That that's where it's at. You got to run, you got to swim, you have to ride a bike, you have to ride a horse, and you have to shoot a gun. Like, boom. So, I mean, it sounds awesome. Like, seriously, it sounds awesome. Andrew, let me ask you about something else that was awesome though. The Milwaukee Brewers over the weekend over the Chicago White Sox. Were you in? The lovely confines of American Family Field all weekend, boiling with the heat. Man, it was it was hotter than three rats in a woolen sock. It was not a pleasant uh, pleasant weekend. Hotter than was, the devil's britches, dude. Yeah, it was. It was. God was mad. So, so the sea was angry. Evo. The, the sea like was an, angry, like an old man trying to return soup at a deli, Andrew. When it comes to uh, the weekend that was, uh, Friday, Brewers see, what was it, Rowdy? Tyrone Taylor, his first career Grand Slam. Can you speak on, real quick, of just these random guys of throughout the year with timely hits and coming up big while other guys like Low Kane, and, who's uh, on the IL, and Yelly, who can't hit worth a crap, which we're going to ask you about later, with Keston here is down. Can you just, like, can you keep track of all these guys who have just timely hits and all of a sudden coming out of nowhere to help the Milwaukee Brewers along the way. It's been pretty remarkable. Yeah, listen, Tyrone Taylor, is, is, I mean, it, it's going to be a tough 24 hours for him. I, mean, I think he had five hits this weekend, and there's a very good chance that he's going to end up on a plane to, to Nashville tomorrow when when Low Kane comes back. It's not fair. It's not right. Um, but it just kind of breaks sometimes. The kid's just been amazing. Like, every time... He's had an opportunity. He's taking advantage of it, and that's that's what you want to see. Remember, he's the guy who was a, two years ago was literally had just taken a job with FedEx, 
Yeah. When he got called up for his debut in, in September, so well, I'm pretty sure I mean, that he thought that was FedEx calling him to give him the route. Yeah, it was the right. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's tough. Baseball's tough sometimes, and it makes no sense as, as we saw yesterday with Lance Lynn. You know, <laughs> drives in more runs than he than he allows. Um, but same thing with Rowdy Telez is a huge weekend too. Like that, that's how teams win is when guys are stepping up, and like you said. When your big bats aren't there, you need contributions from everyone, and they've managed to get them so far. Yeah, uh, Rowdy Tellez, uh, what a game on Saturday. A nice first-ever curtain call. Uh, you know, Willie Adamas told him to get out there. That was awesome. But um, what do we expect from Rowdy Tellez moving forward? I was asking my other Rowdy, Rowdy over here this, and he's like, yeah, I don't know. I'd pump the brakes a little bit because what we saw Saturday, I don't think, you know, that's like the ceiling of all ceilings, right, for Rowdy Tellez. I guess he could have had one more yeah. to go four for four. But what's what's the expectation of Rowdy Tellez and – is he going to be the answer at first base? I mean, Keston Hira, what happens with him? What, you know, if Daniel Vogelback ever gets that hammy right? I, I, I definitely don't think that Rowdy Telez is going to be a long-term answer at first base. I think they got him because they needed they needed a, a bat in there. They needed a left-handed bat. Well, Travis Shaw and Daniel Vogelback were out. Um, they're still hoping to get both of those guys back. Uh, sometime, you know, before the end of the season, and that would be a huge boost for him. Um, but right now, I mean, he's he's in there to, you know, kind of take the load off and take the pressure off Keston Hero, who just, man, he is lost. He is in the deep grass. Yeah, he is. Uh, he is. He's tough. Well, you, th- you were thinking Tyrone Taylor might get called down. What about Keston Hero? Would they send him down instead? I mean, unfortunately, you still. Unless you're going to rely on Jace Peterson and Rowdy Telez at first base every day, mm. but they're going to need they're going to need Jace Peterson more now because without as many off days, they're going to need to move him around the infield and even in the outfield a little bit to give guys off. It's just a matter of you know where where, where are you going to give Tyrone Taylor his at bats? Where are you going to give Locaine his at bats? Uh, plus you got JBJ, Yelich, Avi. It's going to be hard to find outfield at bats and you don't want you don't want Tyrone Taylor sitting um and and doing nothing you want him playing as much as possible and unfortunately the, the best place for him to do that over the next couple of weeks at least till rosters expand yeah. is probably going to be at Nashville hey uh, Andrew Wagner joining us right now follow him on Twitter at by Andrew Wagner because we know your barn smells like money. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. I think everything in the state of Wisconsin is going to smell pretty sweaty over the course of the next couple of days. Man, it is a hot stretch of July weather. Today we'll look for daytime highs under partly cloudy skies, about 90 degrees. Tomorrow, 91. Thursday, 84. Friday, 81, before we tick back up on Saturday to 84 degrees. I'm P.M. Yankee. Now, from the Alcevia Farm News Desk, here's what's happening on a Tuesday. So, today is the 27th day of July. On this day in 1894, fire destroyed basically the entire community of Phillips in Price County. A forest fire swept through Price County, and it destroyed nearly all the buildings in Phillips, forced 2,000 people to flee when the sun came up the next morning, 13 people had been killed. The entire downtown was in ashes. Exhausted survivors were just wandering around trying to figure out where their lives previously had been. By the time that that forest fire ultimately was exhausted, 
It had consumed more than 100,000 acres in Price County. That was happened, what happened on this day in 1894. Still talking about those things today. On this day in 2012, talk about weather. Uh, Queen Elizabeth II officially opened the 2012 Summer Olympics in London. I've got to believe that their weather was just a little bit better than what the athletes are putting up with and trying to survive through in Tokyo right now. That was back in 2012. And on this day in 1940, Bugs Bunny made his official debut in a wild hair comic strip back in 1940. And now you know. Well, we want you to know, if you are a farming operations that's waiting on new equipment to be delivered by the end of this calendar year, well, have patience. Boy, the farm equipment industry continues to struggle with the lack of semiconductor chips. Now, for people not connected with agriculture, you say, wait a minute, semiconductor chips are what's in my cell phone, what's in my computer, what's in my car or truck. Well, guess what? A lot of that technology is also in our farm equipment. Everything from our field monitors right on through to our way wagons, those semiconductor chips are incredibly critical. And unfortunately, a lot of farm equipment dealers are finding themselves on the outside looking in when it comes to finally getting supplies. A shortage of semiconductor chips has been making the news in the automotive industry for months. Instead of full lots of vehicles waiting for that all-important chip, it's having a different impact on ag equipment. Matt Ramage, vice president of sales for Hudson Incorporated, said John Deere Corporate has been anticipating this since the beginning of the year. When those inklings first started, Hudson and other deer dealers decided they should prepare. We were being told that some of our 2021 year model equipment would not be shipped with receivers. So it all started with GPS receivers. And we thought, oh, no problem. All of our customers have two or three extra GPS receivers. This is not going to be a big deal. But at the same time, we've got customers that we're trying to convert from different brands, and we wanted to um, provide the same creature comforts that all customers have. This spring, they went to their customers to ask them to trade out of their extra receivers. Those dealers said that they would sell them new receivers before harvest in mid-July or early August. We had a lot of customers say, hey, we would love to help. We traded for a lot of receivers, and then as time went on, it wasn't just receivers that were uh, in a shortage situation. Then Raymage was notified that newer units with extended monitors would not be shipped. By the time we got to May, we were notified by John Deere, by the manufacturer, that all of our orders for this type of technology, those orders, although they were sourced and showing a, a delivery date, they would become unsourced because the supply chain just would not allow them to supply them to us. Now some Deere dealers, like Hudson, owe their customers receivers. There's a whole team of people on Facebook, Craigslist, and are combing through classifieds to try and find this technology. We've been able to acquire probably 10 or 15 displays and 10 or 15 um, receivers. But as far as in the scope of, of Hudson Incorporated and the you know, 30 stores now across Tennessee, Illinois, Indiana, Kentucky, and Michigan. We aren't even scratching the surface of, of what we're going to need by next spring, much less by this harvest season. Raymage says that this fall, there's going to be customers that will have to revert to the dark ages. We will have customers that will have to operate combines without collecting yield data. 
they will not have the GPS technology to recognize where they are in the field. And therefore, any yield data that they collect is just a mass input type yield data. The combine will still tell you this is how much I'm seeing in yield. But without a geospatial reference, there won't be a yield map. And it's not just the semiconductor chips that are in short supply. The demand for the raw materials are in high demand as well. Ramage says that Deere is doing all they can to try and get product supplied to dealers, but that has proven difficult. He says he doesn't expect to see a recovery in this market before next summer. I'm Ashley Davenport. Thanks, Ashley. She's a fellow farm broadcaster out of Michigan. You know, if you are one of those farming operations waiting on a new piece of farm equipment, probably the best thing you can do, try to keep in contact, obviously, with your dealer. And I know just talking with our auctioneers, there's an awful lot of people that are turning to the used markets, trying to find it on auction just so they know they'll be able to keep the harvest rolling. We'll take a quick break. Don't forget, John Heinberg, Market Advisor, Total Farm Marketing out of West Bend, is going to be joining us in just moments. We'll take a look at where the markets stand on this Tuesday morning next. Compeer Financial helped us get into our forever home. They helped me expand more than acreage. And helped our dairy grow for the next generation. At Compeer Financial, we see potential in every plan. Our focus on exceptional client experience is at the heart of everything we do. And our financial team will help make every step easy and convenient. See why our clients trust us to make their goals possible. Compure Financial ACA is an equal opportunity lender and equal opportunity provider. And MLS number 619731, copyright 2021, all rights reserved. Farmers understand return on investment. They understand the power and the value of the sun. Cameron Olson, owner of Olson Solar Energy. This is just another opportunity for them to look for that power and that value. It's a business decision. Everything that farmers do and don't do on their land and their with their property is money. <laughs> so one of the things that I heard one farmer say, it's a crop that I am yielding. <laughs> uh, instead of harvesting corn on this little section, he's harvesting sunlight to make electricity. You should reach out to us, and we will come out there for a very specialized, specific quote for you to look at your farm. We can put solar anywhere. We can put it on a barn. We can put it on the ground. We can put it on a hill. (laughs) So we can put it anywhere that makes sense to you and your farm and your situation. And then once we design that, even powering your whole farm, you can harvest enough sunlight to have a $0 energy bill. Go to OlsonSolarEnergy.com to start saving. Go green, save green with Olson Solar Energy. Whether it's a lot or a little, we need your rainfall reports. The Rural Mutual Rainfall Report is on. Text your rainfall report to 877-301-FARM. That's 877-301-3276. Be sure and include your name and where you're reporting from because every month we'll pick a winner for a digital weather station courtesy Rural Mutual Insurance. Premiums paid here, stay here to keep Wisconsin strong. Text those rainfall reports to 877-301-FARM farm. The latest crop progress report here in Wisconsin shows at least 33% of our farm fields are short or very short on soil moisture as of Sunday. The latest crop progress report from the Wisconsin Ag Statistical Service shows 69% of our corn is silt. That's four days ahead of last year. Corn is 5% in the dough stage. That's two days behind last year. And our corn condition, 75% rated good to excellent. That's one percentage point below last week. 78% of our soybeans are blooming. That's a little bit behind last year. 
47% of the crop is setting pods. The condition rating on our soybeans, 72% good to excellent. 83% of our oats are coloring, 5% of our potatoes are already harvested, and 62% of the winter wheat has already been harvested as well. Do want to remind you folks, especially if you're going through the winter wheat, don't be afraid to let me know about uh, your yields, any quality issues or test weight issues you're seeing develop. We had that story earlier about uh, seeing some black sooty mold that was showing up in our wheat. So use our talk text line and let me know what's going on. That number 877-301-FARM. 877-301-3276. You can call it or text it. Let me know what's happening with your harvest of 2021. So the markets in overnight electronic trade right now are holding firm. So far, December corn's up two and a half at five forty nine and a quarter. November beans right now are up twelve and a quarter at thirteen seventy. September wheat is down two and a quarter at six seventy four and three quarters. Yesterday in Chicago, the barrel cheese gained a penny and a half at one forty one and three quarters. Forty pound block cheese was up four and a quarter at one sixty two and three quarters. Double A butter that dropped four at one sixty five and a half per pound. The August milk right now is up a penny at. 1658. The September milk closed 13 cents lower at 1678 hundredweights. Coming up next, what's happening in the marketplace? How are the traders going to respond to this latest crop progress update? I know they're disappointed in the soybean ratings. John Heinberg joins us live next. Can't get enough farm news? The stories you hear and more 24-7 at MidwestFarmReport.com. Stay tuned as we'll be right back. Monona Plumbing and Fire Protection. Summer savings are yours at Monona Plumbing and Fire Protection. Replace your water heater and softener in the same visit and get a $100 discount. We've got you covered 24 hours a day, 7 days a week for all your commercial and residential plumbing services. From installation, repairs, and maintenance to complete sewer and drain cleaning. Visit MononaPFP.com. Monona Plumbing and Fire Protection. A name you can trust when service is a must. Hey, hop on. We want you on our Brewers Party Bus. September 3rd, the Brewers are taking on St. Louis for a 7-10 game, and here's what we want to hook you up with. A ticket to the Miller Lite beer pen in the left field lodge bleachers, a Brewers cap from Miller Lite, a bus ride to and from the game, thanks to Badger Bus, and beer and food on the ride. Get all of that plus a ticket for $75. You must be 21 or older to ride the bus. Get your tickets now at madcitysportszone.com. Confusion ever someone or have sudden you trouble had speaking, understanding? Understanding trouble? Have you sudden have or speaking someone ever confusion? Have Have you you ever ever had had sudden confusion, confusion, trouble speaking, speaking, or or understanding understanding someone? someone? It could be one of the five signs of stroke. Sudden weakness or numbness of the face, arm, or leg. Sudden trouble with vision in one or both eyes. Suddenly having trouble walking or difficulty with balance. Or a sudden intense headache that comes out of nowhere. If you or someone you know has any of these symptoms, don't wait. Call 911 immediately. You could make a difference in someone's life, someone you love, maybe even your own. It's late until, wait, don't too. Don't Don't wait wait until until it's it's too late. late. Time lost is brain lost. Find out more at PowerToEndStroke.org. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. If you need to know about farming, then you need to know Pam Yonke. 
This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. If you need to know about what's happening in the commodities, you need to know John Heinberg, market advisor, Total Farm Marketing out of West Bend, joining us live on this Tuesday morning. And the first place we want to go is that latest crop quality update, the crop progress report. John, uh, first thing I noticed this morning is that people are disappointed in those soybean ratings. What did you see? Yeah, those ratings continue to slide, at least in those key areas. We, you know, we keep talking about the Dakotas and as well as Minnesota, you know, but that's uh, about 22% of the soybean acres this year in the United States. And, you know, we, we see uh, those drops continue to fall. We got another 3% down in North Dakota and a 3% down in South Dakota. Minnesota with a big drop down 7% and actually the best of the three states with 36% of that crop in a good, excellent condition. So, you know, that's got something that's going to be really a focus of this market. We've needed every bean acre that we can get, and we need every bushel that we can get. And with that type of conditions, as well as the forecast into, you know, the end of the week and into next week, you know, it gives the market a little bit of support, at least so far in the overnight, that uh, the concern that those bushels might not be there. Yeah, and uh, as market is reacting this morning. We're up already. Uh, what else are you kind of paying attention to as far as that crop progress report? You know, I mean, we're getting to that key stage now for both corn and beans. You know, over 75% of the crop is silking for corn, and also over 75% of the crop is in bloom stage here for beans. So now we're getting to that area where pollination and, and getting that kernel fill or getting that pod to fill is going to be key. Temperatures are going to be a big focus on that. Obviously, the forecast is staying on the hotter side here, at least in the short term. But then we got to keep a close eye on that August weather for beans if things do start moderating. That was a little bit of the talk last week that kind of pushed just you know to those lows yesterday you know that'll be the thing we really got to keep an eye on you know and outside the crop ratings the biggest thing right now this market is looking for is some demand uh, we really need to see the export market step up it's gotten ice cold lately and that's some of the reason we continue to see prices slide even with the concerns regarding where this crop might be and you know, there's probably more questions on the bean side than corn side because of just the supply picture. But we really need to see that export market maybe start picking up here. And this market has been kind of sliding here to go try to find some of that demand. And any reason why? Well, right now, obviously, we're still dealing with uh, competition from South America. I don't, no, don't forget that that soybean crop they had down there was about a month late. So that's leaving that export window a little bit more open uh, in terms of time frame. Now, it sounds like the South American crop in terms of the Chinese purchases of Brazilian beans is coming to an end. We're seeing those prices starting to climb. Maybe they'll start bringing their energies back towards us. You know, and it's all just about global prices. And at this time frame, because of the rally we've had to this level, we're are still a little bit more expensive in the rest of the world. And obviously, you know, the world is a value buyer in that regard. Let's switch gears, talk a little bit about cattle, because we've been doing a lot of stories about what's happening with cow-calf pairs going to market because of the lack of feed, lack of pastures. We also got a cattle report out last week. What are you, what are you seeing develop there? Yeah, that was something we've been really kind of watching, and I know we've touched on it a couple times here, too. And, you know, we got the semi-annual uh, cattle report from the USDA on Friday looking at the cow numbers. And right now, you know, cow slaughter has been running at a pretty aggressive pace. We're up about 17% over last year, 12% over 2019. And really, cow slaughter for beef cattle has been running about the 2011 levels. And that cattle inventory report kind of confirmed that, you know, total, you know, total beef cows at 98% of last year, one of our lower numbers in the last handful 
handful of years, and we're looking at the calf crop being down another percentage point or so. So we're seeing those cattle numbers tighten, and I got it confirmed on those reports on Friday, as well as the cattle and feed report with the tighter placement. So with that, we saw a pretty good reaction in the market here to start the week yesterday. First off, feeder cattle prices broke to new contract highs pretty much across the board, and then the old cattle prices had a fairly strong move as we're anticipating a tighter supply. I know we've mentioned that in the past, that I like where this cattle market could be in terms of price as we move into 2022 and later, just because that tightening cattle supply is that drought has really had an impact on those Western producers. Well, and consumers got to kind of pay attention to that too. If we get this too far out of whack, how much we got in cold storage? Yeah, that's very true. And that's some of the trends we've been seeing. We got cold storage reports last week as well. And, and, you know, despite the fact that prices are elevated, we're still seeing good product movement because the demand has stayed high overall in the meat sector. In fact, one number that came out uh, just last week, too, was looking at poultry production in June and broiler production for the month of June was at an all time record high. So, again, just talking about the amount of meat that's getting put into the system on the demand side. You know, so that's still something producers need to keep an eye on. If start, you know, we start seeing cattle prices really push higher. We're going to obviously see that get reflected over into the retail case even a little bit more. You know, obviously high prices cure high prices and the other way around. Uh, so that's going to be something we got to watch. Now for producers, great opportunity. Start looking at some of those numbers out in 22 for live cattle and feeder cattle. This is where puts come into play. I got June cattle at $1.40 today. You know, that's a pretty good starting point on the marketing side, but using some put strategies. Well, yeah, and those are the kinds of tools that you really have to look to. Now, any advice, though, as we kind of go towards closer and closer to the harvest? Uh, I know that because of the weather, a lot of farmers have been very hesitant to get into the marketplace. What other tools are you advising for them, John? Yeah, that's, again, another great opportunity here for using put strategies. Now, you can buy $5 puts for December corn, basically at a minimal cost at this time frame. So, we're, you know, think about where we were last year in this window. You're locking in at, what, $1.50 higher than you were at this time last year for a fairly small fee. You know, worst case scenario, we lose the value of those puts, but that means you're going to be putting corn on the board or putting corn on the market next fall at $5 or higher on the board. Obviously, your basis still has to come into play there, but there's a lot of real cheap strategies right now to put that safety valve underneath lock these prices in and then just let the market do what it wants to if it takes off you've got the bushels if it falls apart you've got a floor absolutely john how can they get a hold of you if they want to talk about strategy Sure. Give me a call anytime you want. 800-334-9779. Again, shoot me an email at johnh at totalfarmmarketing.com. And again, don't forget about that website. A lot of great information for you there at totalfarmmarketing.com. All right, buddy. We'll catch up with you next week. Stay cool. Sounds great. Have a good week. All right. John Heinberg joining us live this morning again, market advisor, Total Farm Marketing out of West Bend. Uh, As he said, a lot of cheap or inexpensive uh, insurance that you can buy in the market these days, but you have to pick up the phone and make that call or you have to get in touch with them on email, totalfarmmarketing.com or 800-334-9779. This